0: Darkness bore down on her as the car shuddered up the mountain. Distant lights danced at the edge of her vision, then vanished. Beck wondered how bad it would be. In her mind, she saw only the Jericho she had loved fifteen years ago and, in some ways, still did. The dashing scion of an old New England family that had provided government officials since the Revolution— One of his ancestors had a traffic circle named for him in Washington. A cousin served in the Senate. The family's history was overwhelming. The Jericho for whom Beck had fallen had certainly overwhelmed her. He had been brilliant and powerful and confident and fun, ever ready with eternal wisdom or clever barbs. She did not like to think of that mighty man ravaged by disease. She had no illusions. She remembered what cancer had done to her own father. Whatever was waiting, she had to go. On Saturday afternoon, having cleared her decks with Pfister, Beck took the shuttle from Boston to Washington. She lived in Virginia, a stone's throw from Reagan National Airport. Her daughter was at a church retreat, church being a thing that Beck did because she had been raised that way, and her mother would be offended if Rebecca dared differ. Beck decided to let Nina stay the night with the other kids. The two of them could ride together to the airport on Sunday, then en plane for their different destinations. Rebecca's mother, Jacqueline, had been after her for weeks to send Nina for a visit, and maybe this was the time. The child was only in second grade. Missing a few days of instruction would do her no harm, Beck hesitated, then made the inevitable call to Florida to ask if her mother could look after Nina. The conversation soon turned into a battle. I don't know how you could even think about taking a six-year-old to visit a man like that. I'm not taking her, Mom. That's why I'm calling you. You said you decided not to take her. That means you thought about it. I don't understand how your mind works sometimes. She tried, and failed, to remember a time when she and her mother had not been at odds. Because, in the eyes of her eternally disappointed mother, Beck would never be more than ten years old. Certainly their animosity predated Jericho, and perhaps it had played some sort of role, as every one of the therapists Rebecca had consulted over the years seemed to think, in her falling in love as a college sophomore with a married man, thirty-two years her senior, who tossed away his remarkable career in order to possess her. "'I appreciate your help, Mom.' "'Oh, so you appreciate me now. Does that mean you'll call more often?' But Beck rarely called anybody. She was not the calling sort. She lived in a cookie-cutter townhouse in Alexandria, along with her daughter and the cat, and when she was not homemaking or child-rearing, she was working. Her mother had married young and was supported by her husband until the day he died. Beck's marriage had lasted less than two years. The thing with Jericho had ruined Rebecca for men, her mother insisted, and maybe it was true. Her mother was full of certitudes about the errors of others, and for the next few days would fill Nina's mind with her fevered dogmas. Hating herself, Beck had put her daughter on the plane to Florida anyway, and Nina, cradling the cat carrier, had marched regally into the jetway, never turning her head for a final wave, because she was a lot more like her grandmother than like her mother. Or maybe not. Rebecca herself had been a feisty child, curious and willful, and prepared at any moment to be disobedient. She had always pretended that she was fine without her mother, perhaps because her mother spent so much time insisting on the opposite. Her rebelliousness had led her into trouble all her life, including at her pricey private high school, where a protest against the dress code had led to a suspension, and at Princeton, where a star-wide receiver tried to have his way with the reluctant freshman, and wound up with a broken nose for his troubles, missing half the season. A year later, she had wound up in Jericho's bed. Maybe Nina was not like her grandmother at all, but simply a younger version of Beck, a possibility too scary to contemplate.